The Anton Savage Show on News Talk. New figures indicate that the Department of Finance has recorded a surplus of 6.3 billion euro for the eight months to the end of August. Now, that's a turnaround from a deficit of 6.7 billion this time last year. To discuss this, I'm joined by Cliff Taylor, columnist with the Irish Times, who specialises in economics and finance. Cliff, first of all, in the midst of very challenging news emerging in terms of inflation, challenging news emerging in terms of energy prices. This will be a boon to the government, won't it? Absolutely, Anton. I mean, the figures are the figures are extraordinary, really, in some respects. We keep expecting, because of the economic problems that the country's facing, that the tax picture is going to get a little, a little darker on that and the growth rates and tax revenues are going to slow a bit. Uh, but there's little sign of that in the, um, in the latest figures. Taxes are a full 26% ahead of the, of, the, of the same time last year, which, you know, when you take account of the, of the COVID shutdown last year, it's still an extraordinary performance, way ahead of target. And it seems and counterintuitive then, because we're so used to everything going wrong hand in hand. It seems very strange to be in a situation where we're told we're in an inflationary and cost of living crisis, but at the same time, we're awash in cash. Yeah. I mean, one thing I suppose to remember is that uh, when inflation goes up, the government does get a bit of a bonus there from higher prices feeding through to higher VAT receipts, higher excise duties. So inflation in some ways does push up tax receipts. Uh, But I mean, the story behind the story here is the extraordinary growth in corporation tax. The Department of Finance have been warning us for years now that, you know, this can't continue, this can't go on, that we're going to see corporation tax flattening out, that it's a big exposure for the economy. But yes, another huge increase this year, 11.8 billion in corporation tax collected so far this year, probably heading towards 20 billion for the year as a whole, 25% of, of all tax revenues. It, it paid for a lot of things during COVID, it paid for a lot of the special support schemes, and it looks like uh, corporation tax is going to pay for a lot of the once-off measures that the government is planning to help people with the cost of living crisis as well. Is there an exposure there for the future? I mean, when any tax accounts for that much revenue and is growing so fast, of course, it's an exposure, but for now, it just it just keeps on growing. And it, it's a fair extrapolation to say that it's an, it's a positive commentary about SMEs and multinationals in the country because if there's that much in the way of corporation tax receipts coming in, it means a lot of profit is being stated. Yeah, sure. Yeah, I mean, this. I guess the corporation tax being paid now relates to the profits made last year. And most of those profits are, are coming, or most of the big growth in profits, at least, is coming from the multinational sector. I mean, there's no doubt that SMEs got badly squeezed during COVID and are having a hard time again now. And you'd expect profits there are under pressure. But in terms of the overall figures, that's just been swamped by the big profits being made by multinationals. And whatever else is going on in the background in terms of their tax planning regimes that, that are leading to this massive increase in taxes being, play, being paid here. The pharma sector is obviously doing really well, did very well right through COVID. A lot of the big IT companies are doing very, very well. At the top 10, I mean, I suppose, suppose, suppose the most striking figure is that the top 10 companies uh, pay half of all corporation tax here, which which is a sign of the really big players, uh, the big profits they are making in Ireland and the huge amounts of money that are that are washing through our economy. And uh, do we know who the name do we know who the names are who make up some of that top ten? We don't. I mean it's it's not uh, it's never been it's never been revealed uh, because obviously these things are these things are are, are are confidential by their nature. But I mean you're talking about the Microsofts, the Pfizers, um uh, the Intels, the big IT and uh, pharma companies uh, around the country, uh, 
we're told that the that the identity of the of the top ten changes a bit every year, but I think the main players are, are well known and, and Google as well, obviously. And does that uh, mean that we need <coughs> excuse me that we need to be slightly wary of these kind of corporation tax returns that in some way they're not real because they are being made thanks to the available tax regime in Ireland rather than some good efforts put in by the Irish workforce or Irish industry? They probably reflect both, to be honest with you. I mean, there is no doubt that these companies have massive operations in Ireland. Uh, Typically, they are the headquarters uh, for their sales in Europe uh, and in many cases, their sales all around the world outside America. So there's huge amounts of profits being booked in Ireland. There's huge amounts of companies and employees here and real activity. But there is also, as you say, an element of, of tax planning, an element of exposure to the OECD rules that are being changed, uh, which you know, which is un- still under discussion at the moment. So there is definitely an exposure there. Uh, but as I say, you know, the department's economic forecasters, columnists like myself, have been warning about this for some years now. Uh, and it just does seem to keep on going. And, and it appears that the big restructuring of the multinational sector that took place after 2015 uh, in response to changes in international tax rules has really benefited Ireland uh, and that those companies have really embedded more, embedded more activity here, more profits here. And for now, that's benefiting us. But as you say, we do need to be careful going forward. We saw during the property crash in 2008 how Reliance on one or two sources of tax revenue can really leave you exposed. So all the you know all the experts, the SRI, the fiscal councils, and all these are saying, look, the government needs to put some of this money aside in a rainy day fund. Uh, isn't is, is now the time? Whatever you want. Is now the time to be squirreling away cash, Cliff? I would have thought that this all six point three billion of this will get spent and a chunk of borrowing as well, just to get us through the yeah, winter. Yeah. No, I mean, I mean, there's, there's no doubt, Anton, that uh, a lot of this money is going to be spent. Uh, I think the longer term issue is, you know, looking towards next year and the year after and what should be done with these revenues uh, heading into the next few years. But in terms of this year alone, you're right, the government is planning a big once-off boost to people's incomes via the cost of living package. I mean, there's possibly a bit of confusion looking looking out towards the budget because it's kind of a two-part thing this year. We're going to have the, the normal budget, the normal tax and welfare changes, well, it won't be normal in terms of the amount of money involved, but the kind of things we're used to in terms of income tax changes and welfare changes, permanent changes uh, to how these uh, systems operate and how much people people get and what basis they pay tax. But there's also going to be a big once-off package, what the government is referring to as a cost-of-living package, which may start to be flagged over the next couple of weeks. And that is going to come from this year's funds. That's going to come from this year's exchequer funds, the 2022 funds. It's going to be once-off payments to people. And I think that is where the big gains in taxes being made are, are, you know, give the government a lot more leeway as they plan that kind of once-off manoeuvre. And have you a sense of the mood music of what are the kind of things that are going to be in that list of once-off payments? Yeah, I think it's 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 a breakdown between uh, really specific measures like uh, I, I would expect another increase in uh, or another special once-off fuel allowance payment. We've seen a couple of them already this year. Uh, you would expect special welfare payments. There's talk of a perhaps a special additional week of child benefit, which is 140 euro a month. So that would be an, an additional 140 euro, a double payment effectively being paid in, in one month. Uh, there's also talk of a special welfare, uh, a, a double week for welfare. It's unlikely that both will happen, but 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 one or the other probably will. 
And you remember the electricity credit, uh, the 200 euro that everyone got in their bills. I think we we can expect that to be uh, to be repeated again. Maybe the amount of money involved could could go up, might go up significantly enough. Uh, that's obviously a universal measure that benefits everyone. And I think we saw earlier in the year uh, cuts in excise and VAT on fuels, on petrol, diesel, and electricity. And I think they're due to run out at the end of October. I think we can expect those to be extended along perhaps with the cuts in public transport fares, which are also due to run out. So a lot of things that are going to put money straight into people's pockets and help them with the hit to bills they're going to feel, particularly, say, in October, November in particular, when the increases that have been announced over the last week start to feed through into bills and energy use rises as, as, as the winter comes in. So that is going to be a significant you know, financial boost to people, if you like, I suppose the the problem, well, not the problem, but the issue is then what happens next year if energy prices stay high? Uh, is the government going to come under pressure to repeat that again? But I think for now they're going to they're going to slash or lash out the cash yes, to the, I, this I, year to, and hope for the best for next year. To, to quote Pascal Donahue's longtime predecessor, when they've got it, they'll spend it. Cliff Taylor, yeah. thank you very much. That is Cliff Taylor, columnist of the Irish Times, specialising in economics and finance. The Anton Savage Show, Saturday morning at nine on News Talk.